back to HR on the Grapevine, the HR Grapevine podcast that takes an in-depth look at one of the most fascinating, important or divisive HR stories from over the last seven days. I'm Sophie Parrott, online editor at HR Grapevine, and each week I'll be joined by a different HR journalist as we explore the contemporary practice and most pressing debates in HR within a short podcast. So join me as we properly pick apart what it means to work in the people function. Today I'm joined by Jade Burke, online editor at Recruitment Grapevine, who is responsible for overseeing all of our recruitment and resourcing content. But not only that, she has a nose for a great HR scoop. She recently produced a cover feature interview with Urban Outfitters HRD on whether they are doing enough to attract and engage millennial talent. So perhaps after this podcast, you might fancy going to give it a read. But as always, Jade, it's a pleasure to invite you back onto our podcast. Yeah, it's great to be back again. Thank you. So in this week's podcast, we're going to chat about a story that we ran earlier in the week, which we titled Employees Saved Son's Life Using Work First Aid Training. So this is a story that we found on LinkedIn. And when I read it, I must admit, it really blew me away. So essentially, an Aldi employee explained that he was able to save his three-year-old son from choking by using the first aid training that he had learned through work. Luckily, his son is okay, but I think the story really resonated with all of our team, particularly about the importance of employers providing first aid training to their staff in the first place. As you can imagine, the story garnered a wealth of um, reader comments from many well-wishers, but there was also an overwhelming number of people explaining that they'd actually been in a similar situation themselves, um, and they'd actually turned to their work training to help them through a difficult period of time. So the story highlighted a number of core HR issues, particularly surrounding the value of health and safety for both employers and employees too. But also the other topic that comes into play here is for a lot of employees, um, training and learning development is viewed as sort of a waste of time. So I think there is a topic to be discussed in this about how HR can actually help employees get the most out of their training. So I think the first question to be asked um, is why is workplace training particularly a sort that relates to health and safety so important jade mm. so to me this certainly is a really memorable story it just goes to show how the skills you learn on the job can really impact your home life too thanks to the efforts of this individual's employer to implement health and safety training for example he was able to save his child from choking which to me you know is absolutely amazing but then having a look at some stats it does look like training at work is being utilized According to the ONS back in 2017, they found that 26% of employees in the UK said that they had taken part in in in-work training or education in the previous three months. And it seems more employees actually want to take on training. For example, a research project commissioned by Middlesex University found that from a sample of over 4,000 workers, 74% felt that they weren't achieving their full potential at work due to a lack of development opportunities. So therefore it's clear that offering workplace training such as things like health and safety, really is something more and more employees crave from their employer. And there are some key benefits, I think, to offering this type of training. For starters, it does save lives. Yeah, absolutely. As as seen in this instance. And according to the Labour Force Survey back in 2018, there were over 555,000 non-fatal injuries taking place at work. So it just goes to show this training would come in handy. Mm, Absolutely. Not only that, actually investing in your staff and showing you're interested in the development is so important for retention. I'm sure that if an employer was investing time and money into its workforce, employees would be more likely to remain at the business and perhaps work harder due to the fact that they do actually feel appreciated within the workplace. For example, 
2016 national survey of over 400 employees, which spanned three generations, found that 70% of the respondents indicated that job-related training and development opportunities influenced their decision to actually stay in their job. Lastly, having a well-skilled workforce will, of course, contribute to, to better profit margins, for example. I found that the Association for Talent Development discovered that companies who do actually invest in training will enjoy a 24% higher profit margin than those who spend less. So it's really a no-brainer and a win-win for everyone. But not only that, you know, employers are responsible for the health and safety of the, of the workers in their workplace, especially under the Health and Safety Act. So therefore, it is imperative businesses put in place training to ensure they are caring for their staff, you know, no matter where, where they are in the, in the work business, if that makes sense. Absolutely. And I think, as you say, first aid training isn't necessarily a huge cost for employers, but it's, yes. aside yeah. from keeping the workplace safe, it's actually a universal skill that can be applied to all aspects of life. I mean, particularly judging from the number of comments on the LinkedIn post with people um, relating to the situation mm. that the Audi employee had experienced, um, it's not a form of training that should be overlooked by employers at all. Um, and as you just mentioned, Jade, the um, the Health and Safety Act 1974, employers do have a legal obligation to keep their employees safe at work. So giving employees access to this training um, will actually put in some extra safety measures mm. to make sure yeah, that yeah. Um, people are really safe at work. Um, and I think while it is very important to make sure that people are trained um as a lot of people pointed out on the linkedin post many staff when it comes to training loathe it because they don't understand why they're there they don't understand what they're going to take away from the session and how it's actually going to benefit them and, and how they get on with their job um but i think it only takes a situation of this magnitude for employees to really understand um and rely on the nuggets of information that they have got and absorbed from different training um, to get them through a difficult experience. So I think with that in mind, Jade, how can HR help employees to get the most out of their training, particularly for something as sensitive as health and safety? How can we ensure that they actually have gotten valuable takeaways that can benefit not only the workplace, but their own kind of personal life too? Right. Well, I think that's a really interesting point you've made there because I think it is definitely true that some employees may not want to be pulled away from their daily responsibilities, from their desk because they may consider training such as that to be useless or meaningless. They may not understand the point of it, you know, why are they there, why are they being put through that. But this this story that we've covered does go to show just how crucial training is, no matter what it is, for example. I did discover that participation in work training varies by occupation group, with employees in professional occupations more likely to undertake in-work training. And that was also reported by the ONS in 2017. So I think in this instance, for HR leaders, it is really important to think about how to make training better and perhaps more enticing. So I think perhaps implementing reward schemes, that could be a really good way to encourage workers to take on training such as health and safety, while actively demonstrating where their new skills can be utilised will also really help. Creating, you know, even a positive atmosphere that's a bit more fun and exciting, that could really help and prevent employees from switching off. And even just finding an engaging way to present the training could be really beneficial. So, yeah. for example, I don't know, maybe involving various different methods. So discussions, for example, or even interactive learning tools that could really help and give employees a different way of absorbing that content. Yeah, and actually absolutely. perhaps removing the boring, boring element of people sitting down going for a training day, which doesn't often sound very exciting. Um, and then also I think scheduling regular breaks would also help because 
it helps to keep it bite-sized and it will stop people feeling overwhelmed from absorbing all this mm. content um, which I think could really help also when doing some research into this I found that LinkedIn's 2018 workforce learning report found that a whopping 93% of employees would stay at a company longer if it invested in their their career so I think it's really important that businesses consider how to tie in the training that actually represents their company and is actually of interest to their staff yeah so to me the, the proof really is in the pudding with training here yeah and I think um you know, training can come in many different forms. Um, yeah. As I said earlier, whether it's health and safety related or um, it's more kind of upskilling, technical skills, soft yeah. skills, there are lots of different aspects of it. Um, but particularly for health and safety training, that may well influence an employee's um, willingness to, mm. to kind of pursue like a longer career with the company if they do have these kind of opportunities that are available to right. them. Yeah. Um, but I think you really, really touched on some great points there, Jade, about making the information stick right um and you've given us various different tips on how to communicate serious training but in a more engaging way yeah, yeah, yeah. and a bite-sized way that employees will actually have key takeaways yeah. um like with the instance of the audi employee where he was able to put it into good use um in his personal life as well um but unfortunately that's all we've got time for today and hr grapevine wouldn't exist without your continued readership and engagement with our content whether that's through our daily newsletters, monthly magazines, webinars, live events, or market-leading research papers. So to find out more or to sign up to our daily content, which showcases solutions and best practice answers to all of your HR issues, please visit www.hrgreatbind.com.